Hello, my name is Scott Pruitt, and I'm an anchor with News China. With our podcast, we aim to provide insight into the current trends of modern China, allowing you to clearly see what's happening today through a historical lens. Today, we introduce a scroll painting that has survived the vicissitudes of social and political turmoil for 1,400 years. To this day, there are altogether only 195 designated historical artifacts on the National Cultural Heritage Administration's list that are simply too precious to ever leave Chinese soil. Among them, 20 are paintings, an art form that is particularly susceptible to gradual damage with the passage of time. Luckily for visitors to the cultural relic exhibition entitled The Making of Zhongguo, Origins, Developments, and Achievements of Chinese Civilization, held recently at China's Palace Museum, also known as the Forbidden City, they had a chance to take a closer look at the most treasured of them all, John Zichen's Spring Excursion, which ranks number one on the aforementioned list. While its colors may already be a bit dull, its significance can never fade. So what is it that makes this painting so special? Well, firstly, it is the oldest surviving scroll painting and can be traced back to China's Sui Dynasty, which lasted from the years 581 to 618. There's no denying that many other mural paintings, rock engravings, and those found in temples are much older, but the Spring Excursion is inarguably the most ancient when it comes to paintings on silk or paper scrolls. What further distinguishes this painting from others is its huge artistic value, as it is believed to be China's earliest landscape painting. In ancient times, both Eastern and Western painters commonly gave prominence to figures, animals, or folk customs in their work. It is from John Zichen's Spring Excursion that landscape painting took shape and became an independent genre. It spurred a greater number of artists to follow the fashion and resulted in many outstanding paintings, including 1,000 Miles of Rivers and Mountains by Wang Ximen, one of China's top landscape painters of the Northern Song Dynasty. Whether from a historical or artistic point of view, John Zichen's Spring Excursion is without doubt a jewel in China's cultural crown. The artist, John Zichen, was recognized as one of the best of his time. Emperor Wen, who was determined to revitalize culture for his newly founded Sui dynasty, invited John Zichen to be a full-time painter in Xi'an of Shanxi province. The city was known as Daxing at the time and served as the capital. Now his works can be widely found in various temples in cities like Xi'an, Luoyang in Henan province, and Yangzhou in Jiangsu province. Subsequent generations of painters, especially those of the succeeding Tang dynasty, were greatly inspired by their predecessor and looked up to him as a role model in the art of landscape painting. It is commonly believed that paintings on paper can survive up to a thousand years, whereas those on silk some 800 years. It's hard to believe that Zhang Zichen's Spring Excursion, a silk scroll painting, has lasted for as long as 1,400 years. 
Despite signs of color fading and haziness on its surface, viewers can still identify the fineness and dynamism of the painting itself. It remains one of a very few Chinese cultural relics that has followed such a long yet uninterrupted historical route. In fact, this artwork was not given a title until Emperor Huizong of the Song Dynasty, who lived between 1082 and 1135 and was an artist himself, named the painting as Zhang Ziqin's Spring Excursion and included it in the Xuanhe Catalog of Palace Paintings. As the Northern Song Dynasty came to an end, the painting was then owned by a few collectors of succeeding dynasties. Now fast forward to China's last dynasty, that of the Qing, and it was Emperor Kangxi who got a hold of the piece and returned it to the royal collection. In the wake of the Xinhai Revolution in 1911, which ended China's imperial rule and led to the establishment of the Republic of China, Pu Yi, the last emperor, managed to retain nearly 1,200 cultural relics, a majority of which were calligraphy and paintings. He took them to Tianjin and later to Changchun, capital of Manchukuo, the puppet state created by the invading Japanese in 1932. These artworks remained there for more than a decade. Following Japan's defeat in 1945, Pu Yi was forced to flee. As for his priceless collection, it was said to have been smuggled away by his guards and servants, including the painting Zan Jichen's Spring Excursion, which was discovered the following year at a cultural relics market. During this period, recovering as many national cultural treasures as possible became a priority of the new Chinese government, and a team of experts was established for just that purpose. One of the professionals was Zhang Boju, a prominent collector, poet, and art critic who was in charge of recovering art removed from the Palace Museum. Knowing the whereabouts of the legendary painting, he tried to persuade Ma Hung, the then president of the museum, to purchase it from the market, but he failed due to budget limitations. But this didn't stop Zhang Boju from trying. He sold his family property in Beijing for a large sum of money and with every spare penny he had, secured Zhang Ziqin's spring excursion. The owner was so obsessed with his new possession that he even called himself Chunyo Laoren, which literally translates to the old man on spring excursion. And he named his house Zhang Chunyuan, meaning the Garden of Spring. Zhang Boju was born into a politically influential family. His father was a high-ranking official and his cousin, Yuan Shikai, was the first president of the Republic of China. Zhang Boju became a military officer after graduation from college and later manager and executive board member of Yin Ye Commercial Bank, one of the biggest banks at the time. Qi Gong, one of the most renowned calligraphers in China, spoke highly of Zhang Boju and noted that no one, before him or after, was remotely in his league as a collector claiming that he was by far the greatest in China. In addition to the painting, among his large collection is another important piece, Ping Fu Tie, or A Consoling Letter, by Lu Ji, a famous calligrapher of the Jin Dynasty, which lasted from 265 to 316. 
it ranked number one on the list of calligraphy works that must remain on Chinese soil. To secure the piece, Zhang Boju endured a similar experience to that of purchasing Spring Excursion. He spent a considerable amount buying the artwork from a descendant of the Qing Dynasty imperial family. Unfortunately, the collector and his priceless trove of cultural treasures became the target of a group of bandits. They kidnapped him and demanded a huge ransom from his wife. Since Zhang Boju had spent almost all of his capital on preserving these cultural relics, there was not much left in the pot to bargain with. He insisted that he would rather die than to sell any of his masterpieces to pay the ransom. Eight months later, the criminals had no other choice but to release him for far less money than they had hoped. His wife, Pan Su, a renowned painter in her own right, suffered hardship in her early life. At the age of 13, her family became destitute, and she ended up being trapped in a brothel. Seven years later, at the age of 20, she met Zhang Boju, and they were married soon after. Zhang Boju taught Pan Su, who was his fourth wife, how to paint, even inviting China's top artists to help her, including Qi Bashi and Zhang Daqian, among others. All his efforts paid off, and Pan Su became a widely recognized painter who spearheaded the genre of blue-green landscape painting in China. In 1972, on the occasion of the normalization of diplomatic relations between China and Japan, Pan Su's version of Spring Excursion was presented to the Japanese emperor as a national gift from China. It's still hard to believe that in 1955, after all the sacrifices he made for his collection, Zhang Boju decided to contribute the top eight pieces from his collection to the country, which were later put on display at the Palace Museum. Among these, the most precious were Zhang Ziqian's Spring Excursion and Lu Ji's Ping Fu Tie. Zhang Boju even refused the 200,000 yuan subsidy offered by the government, only accepting a certificate signed by Mao Dun, the then Minister of Culture, for his enormous contribution to the country. As highly respected and talented as he was, Zhang Boju suffered greatly during the decade-long social turmoil of China's Cultural Revolution. He was persecuted and exiled to the remote countryside, where he was humiliated further because of his family background. Following the end of the upheavals in 1976, thanks to Zhou Enlai, the then Chinese premier, Zhang returned to Beijing and lived a simple life with his wife until his death in 1982 at the age of 84. Huang Yongyu, a renowned Chinese painter, spoke of Zhang Boju as a person who was humble in affluence, content in poverty, fearless in danger, and collected when being attacked. For his whole life, Zhang committed himself heart and soul to the protection of China's cultural relics and ultimately earned himself due respect from the public. When he passed away, thanks to his unremitting effort, he left behind a trove of invaluable national treasures. Quietly resting in the Palace Museum, John Zichin's Spring Excursion boasts genuine artistic beauty. What is equally important 
is the 1,400-year-old cultural heritage the painting carries, as well as the spirit and morale it embodies. That's the end of our podcast. We want to thank our writer Song Yimin, translator Liu Junhuan, and copy editor James McCarthy. And thank you for listening. We hope you enjoyed it, and if you did, please tell a friend so they too can understand the context.